0: For an inside look at the state's biggest footy league, it's the Monday Waffle.
1: You're well, listening to the Monday Waffle. I am Tom McCracken. I'm joined by my fabulous co hosts, Jesse Donnelly Jones, Connor Malice. Welcome to another week of the Monday Waffle, finals week two. Fellas, what an unbelievable season of waffle we are getting into again. Yeah,
0: down to four teams now, boys, and uh, a bit flat about South on Sunday. They really blew that game, didn't they? Missed all those shots in the first half, and you give a team like Peel a sniff in that second half, and they got what was coming their way, so disappointing for South, but East Fremantle looking the goods at the moment.
2: Yeah, Sharkies dominated against Claremont, didn't they? But they have a second shot, and they'll be playing Peel this week, which will probably be... The Fremantle Dockers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially half the team
1: of a chip on this bloke's shoulder, isn't it? Yeah. He, well, look, I'm just I'm
0: just pointing out the fact that I mean, look, we know Subiaco got done over in 2017, and I feel like it could be a similar story with the uh,
2: the other waffle clubs. Like an eagle supporter here, Jesse, bringing up the past, mate. Look, yeah, mate, mate uh, uh, yeah. he's had a fair crack and they had a fair shot. Frio played away; they were over in Melbourne. I don't think you had an excuse. Well, look, I think I... doggies got done on the day.
0: Look, mate, I think the Bulldogs have the well had the best chance of knocking off Peel this September because I got to tell you, mate, if they're fielding another four or five Dockers players from now
1: on in this final series, I think the
0: Falcons and Sharks might be in a bit of trouble.
1: Righto, righto. Hold up. before we get into next week, let's let's start off with let's go through it in the usual process, boys. Look, no surprise, that, you know, flag favourites are uh, battling it this weekend. Uh, East Fremantle, they got up last week over Claremont.
2: Did you just say flag favourites? Yep. Uh, <laughs> 16-10, <31, 106. laughs> Yeah, I, I, think, I think West <laughs> Perth have been scraping yeah. by, haven't
0: they? <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> What's the percentage? 135? <laughs> just the
1: belief. They got over Claremont, 8-10-58. East Fremantle, sort of, they came out in the fourth quarter and uh, blew, blew Claremont away, didn't
2: they, boys? Yeah, I mean, even from the get-go, they were... Double their score at the end of the first quarter and just seem to just keep doubling their score all the way up. I mean, ending on 16 goals, 10, a phenomenal effort from the Sharkies. But Claremont, for me, I don't know. I feel as if they had the strong start to the season and managed to just kind of, with a bit of luck, just make their way into the top five, if I'm honest. I just don't think they were ever going to...
1: Yeah, no, that, they were there and thereabouts every now and then. Yeah. Consistency really hurts you. And you, you do just get found out. I was really impressed over the weekend. Jonathan Marsh kicked 3 majors, but really Cameron Early stood out, 32 touches across the half back. While Kyle Baskerville's his stoppage work was a highlight of his 27 disposals. Yeah,
0: Jonathan Marsh was outstanding up forward, wasn't he? But to your point about Claremont Connor, I mean they had the lowest percentage in the top 5 by a long way and all the other the other 4 teams, they're all you know, one thirty plus and uh Claremont were at one sixteen. So you sorta of knew that, you know, they weren't perhaps being as dominant as uh as the other clubs were who made the finals. They lost to Swan District's twice this season. They had a they did fall short against the Bulldogs as well earlier in the season and they they did struggle against West Perth. Also got done over on their home deck about three weeks ago, wasn't it? But about East Fremantle, like I, I was surprised at how many punters out there were tipping Claremont. I mean, especially considering East 3 won by 45 points in round 19, and that was a game to essentially determine top two, and then two weeks later, surprise, surprise, they win by 48, so it's a, the same story.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is an odd one. Um, look, you can't discredit uh, Claremont, they got blown away by a better team. There were still the usuals that were in there. Ben Edwards, 26, kind of without his usual impact though. Friend of the podcast, Benny Edwards, uh, through various relations. But Lachlan uh, Martinez, he uh, tried hard with a game of high of thirty-four disposals. But East, East were just tough, weren't they? You know, like no. Millen Murdoch. He's been at it all year, but he came away with nine tackles.
0: They just look the so. Th- they look so well drilled, didn't they? I mean, they were just so slick at ground level. Their quick hands getting the ball off in and under players. In and under players, just really slick ball movement up and down the ground. And yeah, Claremont were just that little bit off the pace and. East Fremantle just chipping away in that first half like Connor mentioned and then all of a sudden, bang, East Fremantle kick the first couple of goals of that third term. A 29-point lead becomes 41 and game over from there.
2: Well, I mean, they have a second shot this week and hopefully um, Claremont do turn it around. It'll be a tough team uh, with Peel of Thunder or to even stay into the finals, but I guess we'll find out this weekend, hey?
1: Yeah, it, it certainly will we will. Our finals is the great... Revealer of true character. And um, on to Jesse's chip of the shoulder. Um, oh, boy. South Fremantle. They took on Peel Thunder down at Fremantle Community Bank Oval last weekend. Jesse was probably down there on the outer boundary line crying <laughs> his heart out after the final siren. South Fremantle, they went down 8-13-61. Peel Thunder, 10-10-70. Jesse. Fellas.
0: 13 shots to seven in that first half. I mean, they should have been up by a hell of a lot more than 16 points. Four goals, nine to two goals, five. Had eight shots to three in that first quarter. They just didn't convert with their opportunities. They were all over Peel in that first half and, yeah, just weren't capitalising. On the scoreboard, then, you know, how would you be? Peel, Thunder, kick six goals in that third term and all of a sudden a 16-point lead becomes a seven-point deficit. They clawed their way back in that fourth term. They did get in front at one point. Zach Strom had an opportunity to stretch the lead out to nine points midway through the fourth, hit the post. Peel go up the other end, get in front, and then uh, Sam Sturt sealed it off with a late goal to stretch it beyond one-kick margin. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, it was just a day of missed opportunities for South, and Sam Sturt too dominant up forward for the... Bulldogs defenders and yeah I suppose um, Claremont probably a bit nervous now about facing the Thunder.
2: Now I know we said before about how Peel didn't have all the Frio players and like it said you could have the chip on the shoulder but it looks like they're running off the same game plan if I'm honest not very active at the start of the match and then switching on at half-time <laughs> and managing to come through and dominate the teams late in that first it's final. It's a Dockers special, isn't it's it? It's a <laughs> special. Yeah, it is special. <laughs> there's, there's something in that. But, um,
1: yeah, look, South are going to be ruining ruin that first half. Yep. Not to capitalise, like Sloyth was running amok. 18 first-half touches. Yeah, You know, he's playing with his own football, basically. It's his yeah, 200th game, too. 200th, 200th game, yeah. too. So, game.
0: really disappointed for, for Hayden Sloyth. there. He's been a great servant of that club for a long time. And Dylan Maine just killed it up forward didn't he four goals of his own but yeah i have gotta tell you fellas i think um really missed opportunity for south the opportunity to have played claremont in a in a semi-final who they've had their number these last couple of years particularly in finals so yeah what could have been
2: Tears and tears Tears, tears, tears and emotion in that. Oh, that's 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 my rant. That's my
0: rant for the afternoon, (laughs) isn't it? All
2: right, now you're gonna have to go on a bandwagon now because your Souths aren't in. Who are you going?
0: Look, I I think we could be in for a 2017 repeat, boys. I think Peel Thunder, they might uh, look, they're gonna bring in some extra players now, aren't they? I know you blokes don't want to admit it with your Falcons and Sharks, but uh, I think you know, Peel, I think they will beat Claremont this weekend. Um, I think they'll get through to a prelim, and oh, I think, gee whiz, whoever loses out of West Perth and East Frio uh, might be in a bit of trouble there.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, a bit of a dark horse with Peel of Thunder for sure. Yeah, let's hope that their bodies can hang around for that long. I mean, Falcons have had a week off coming into next week, taking on the Sharks. I feel as if, even if Falcons do lose, they've had a rested body at least, and that might take them through. But, yeah, if Sharkies lose this one and they have to battle out again. Mm. It's just going to be... Got to go the long way. Yeah, the hard road, really. Yes. And no rest in between.
0: Worth noting, too, if, if West Perth were to fall short this weekend, play the Peel Thunder, we all remember that match back in round two, which was three points the difference, if I recall, and just neck and neck all game. Peel Thunder just gave West Perth, you know, all they could handle and the Falcons hung on for dear life in that one, albeit without Aaron Black, and he'll certainly make a difference, but yeah, both teams they've they've had some close ones against Peel this year.
1: Yeah, they they certainly have, haven't they? To be honest, mate, there's just been close games everywhere you look through yeah. the season. Hi, hey? you, you can flick through the the results sheet and it's a goal either side. Um, who who do you have, Jesse, in Claremont and Peel Thunder? Who which side?
0: Yeah, look, fellas, I'm I'm going with Peel Thunder. I think they'll uh, go back to back. I think they'll get to a prelim. Uh, I, look, Claremont. Look, they're well drilled. They're well structured. East Fremantle were just too good for them last Saturday. I don't think it'll... I don't think their confidence will be shot by any means. I think they'll back their system in. But I think Peel, you know, they've come good at the right time of the year. Big win against Swan Districts to make the finals. Have now had an upset win over the Bulldogs. Probably a few more reinforcements coming back now. So I'd back Peel to get the win.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard to go past that, to be honest. Like Lloyd Meek... Nathan Wilson, these guys who have had an AFL experience, was so impressive in the third term. Meek really turned the the contest around, in my opinion, from the centre clearance. He was just allowing the guys to get hold of the football, and guys like Sturt and Tabner, they, they they were finishing, you know. And I, I just get the feeling a little bit of composure could cut, could pay absolute dividends this weekend.
2: Yeah, a bit deal. more experience, as you were saying, Tom. Um, Look, as I was saying before, I don't see. I think the wheels are starting to fall off a little bit with Claremont. They lost a little bit of depth throughout the season, and it's, I think it's really starting to show now that, you know, the the ropes aren't holding on through all the edges. I guess so. Yeah, I'm going to be tipping Peel Thunder.
0: How about that, eh? Or three. As much as
2: I would love, if any of if West no, did lose no. this versus Claremont, <laughs> but yeah, definitely thinking Peel would
1: win.
0: Yeah, Claremont in straight sets, eh? Potentially. And,
1: uh, and West Perth, East Frio. Do we even need to talk about this between you and I, yeah, Connor? Like, is this is going to be a waste of what's going to be mates time. Friday
2: night, come Saturday, midnight. I'm not talking to you. Unless- yeah. Oh, yeah. he's got his <laughs> doubts. Got his
1: doubts. No,
2: not no look. Not having that chat um, my ear all day. It's going to be a bit of a contrast of styles,
1: West Perth, West Perth in and under. East Freo pretty quick on the outside. It's going to be, I reckon it's going to make for a pretty interesting battle, particularly up in the coaching box. It's
2: going to be a tackle fest, I reckon. Mm. We're going to come back and a few players are going to have five tackles plus.
1: Yeah, they're going to be itching for a week off whoever wins this game, to be honest. It's going to probably pay dividends going mm. into the, the grandie. I think it all depends
0: on, you know, who gets to play the game on their terms. If West Perth get to make it a, a scrap and keep it low scoring and make it a, a real contested game, then I think Falcons could potentially get up. If East Fremantle can loosen the shackles and make it a real f- free-flowing, end-to-end fast-paced brand of football, then yeah, West might be in a bit of trouble.
1: Well, we've got it uh, Saturday the 17th of September. Partly cloudy, light winds. So... No rain. Not a whole he's, lot he's there. It's making me... No. I'm off and about seeing that in <laughs> the East supporter, mate. Nice, dry,
2: hard... Yeah. How, how would Peel... Uh, how would Peel... Mate. Do we yeah. just want to rewind to round 16 where we dumped you by 36 points? Or Look, mate, mate round 16 doesn't...
1: Mate, different finals, mate. Yeah. Just, just, if, you, we'll see, oh, mate. We'll all see. I'm
2: all I'm
0: saying. Different kettle of fish, eh? Absolutely. We're, worth noting, too, there, Tom, you mentioned the wet. I wonder how those Peel boys will go in the rain, Ooh. too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, boys, never know.
2: <laughs> Switching over. A <laughs> Bit of doubt, maybe the Tykes can pounce on in the rain. Yeah. Oh, I don't
1: know, boys. Uh, partly cloudy on a Sunday. <laughs> look, the bomb range forecast. It's generally pretty accurate. Um, Who you going not... Oh, on the <laughs> weekend. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> by how much? <laughs> oh, look, I, re- I reckon it's going to be a kick and a half, so, you know, eight, nine points uh, to the, the Sharkies. Germans by
2: 15.
0: 15?
1: I, I, I think it's going to be a tantalising final. Um, I'm going to go to the Sharkies. The boys from the five seven, the five eight, they're uh, going to get it done, mate. I, I'm going to back them in.
0: I think this will be an absolute belter, boys. I'm back in East Fremantle by three
1: points. Oh my oh, man, my man! I've got to get some, shoulder. i got to get some. Uh, <laughs> i got to get the East Fremantle song built into this. We've got to edit this into the potty. Um, not as fun to talk about Monday waffle, boys. With only two games over the weekend, that sort of brings us to a close. Can I think of anything else to? Yeah.
2: No, that's. I mean, exciting though. Coming Four teams left, boys. Yeah. getting
1: close. Bring it on. Well, look, you've been listening to the Monday Waffle. I'm Tom McCracken, joined by the ever-fabulous Jesse Donnelly-Jones and the wonderful Connor Malice. We're going to be down there at the Waffle. I know I'm probably going to be up... Oh, to be honest, I'm not going to watch, watch that up in June. I think it's I'll have to, be s- I'll have to sit between you two, boys. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. If we, maybe the three of us should tail up there and we'll, um, we'll have a, a watch. It'll be a long drive home crying, I reckon. <laughs> tears of joy tears of joy get down to your Monday get down to your waffle this weekend finals are on we're only a week or so away from the grand final footy fever's captured us all we'll see you next week
0: thanks for listening to the Monday waffle proudly brought to you by the students from ECU broadcasting